0: All right, four weeks, we'll have a bracket. His name is in his title. It is Tim Krueger, TK Brackets, uh, who is in studio as he is every Monday leading up to the uh, reveal. His latest uh, bracket will be out uh, shortly on Stadium.com. Uh, good morning, my friend. How are you? Great. How are you? Good. Before we talk about your bracket, which does include Nebraska, does include uh, Creighton, your initial thoughts on tomorrow night between... Matchup number two between Creighton and UConn, which you will uh, be there in your uh, usual bougie seats. See, <laughs> uh, you uh, respond to that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we well, just saw where you're golfing around. I have it's great okay. seats. I wouldn't trade for the world, but I'm not, I'm not in the whoop de doo section. <laughs> <laughs> so there's bougie seats, there's whoop de doo seats, lower bowl, upper bowl. Yeah. It all matters. Um,
2: I just thought... You know, I remember doing the the post game after the first UConn game, and we were discussing that, you know, they were, UConn was kind of gettable that night. They didn't shoot the ball particularly well. I mean, they defend great all the time, but they didn't shoot the ball particularly great. Um, You know, they just, they went through some lulls during the game. They thought, man, this was a game where if you were on your game, you might have been able to take them. Um, So if they play like that again, I think Creighton's got a real chance. Creighton's. Peaking right now, they're they're are ascending, should I say? Mm-hmm. They're not peaking yet. They haven't played their best their best game capable yet, but they're ascending really nicely. Um, and like we were just talking, you just wonder like how how long UConn can play at this extremely high level. Like the Big East isn't, you know, they only have four teams in the field now, but it's not like the middle of the pack is mm-hmm. right all bubbleish. So it's not like they're you know, two and 24 teams They're and there, and they are a lot of tough road courts, you know, Xavier Providence, so forth. And they just keep rolling. Now their schedule's is a little bit back ended here. They haven't, you know, that was their first game against Marquette. They got Creighton, they got to go to Marquette yet. So there's some chances for them to lose, but, uh, you know, the way they pack the garden, I don't see, it'll be a home game yeah. for them in the biggest tournament. So, uh, but yeah, there, there's, there's a real chance.
1: the, you mentioned the last time they played, and this is the one thing that's kind of stood out to me with UConn on top of all the guys that they have, is they're, they, they'll are they bully you. I mean, they're they're physical. They're tough. Is this where, like, the change of venue, in your opinion, where, you know, Creighton – you're right. They UConn didn't shoot very well. Either Creighton didn't. But it just seemed like they kind of got bullied around. This is, you know, the venue being at home, this is where maybe that kind of changes a little bit for Creighton where they kind of feed a little bit off and you don't expect them to kind of – be in that type of game, especially if, especially if UConn is is shooting poorly like they did in that game, where maybe Crate actually can do something about it.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think I think just the energy of the crowd. I, I know know you know, I get so tired of talking about the crowds <laughs> at CHI. You know, I think they're fine. I don't. I don't. It's going to be loud know. tonight. It's yeah, tomorrow. Night. tomorrow yeah, tomorrow. you know, think back to last year's UConn game was the same way. I mean, it was yes. it was bunkers in that place. Mm. So it's and th- now they're number one in the country. So this is going to be uh, doubly. You know, uh, it'll it'll be big time crowd. It'll probably be more similar to Seton Hall in 2020 than it will be anything else, which
0: I use as the kind of like the standard.
2: Yeah, right, right. Um, You know, it is midweek games, so that's always you know factors into it. But the crowd, I think the the energy they will get from the crowd will help them dissipate any walls they might have. and in, let's face it, UConn has played a close game in quite
0: a while. <laughs> no, it's three straight games yeah. they won by twenty-five or more. Yeah, that's so that's, that's a. Crane's played a lot of close games. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: So, so there, that's always a big factor to me, especially like a team like UConn. If if they don't, if they keep rolling, and they get in the NCAA tournament, and they get in a tight game. Ooh, how are you going to react? I, that's always a thing you look for. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's a chance it doesn't. It wouldn't surprise me if UConn won by double digits again. But, you know.
0: What uh so when you were last with us, you, you you tease what you guys have been doing now for the last couple of years is the mock bracket. Yeah. Your mock bracket committee and then the, the bracket reveal on uh Saturday. Uh how much difference was there and your thoughts on what you uh, saw on uh Saturday morning ahead of Purdue losing yesterday and the rest of uh, the way a great weekend of college basketball went.
2: Yeah, my personal uh Reveal sixteen. I hit it right in the nose, which a lot of people didn't do. Mm-hmm. There wasn't very many. Yet. So um, today, uh, Creighton's having a little media thing before practice. So I, I'm be. I'm gonna get there early, man. <laughs> I'm gonna get do there. A victory lap. I'm gonna get there early and hopefully Coach Mack sees me <laughs> and uh, we can have a little discussion about how good I'm doing in bracketology. Um, our, our mock. They. I, I was really curious to see how they felt about. Creighton that last spot because I mean mm-hmm. the first fifteen everybody had right I yeah. mean juggle them up a little bit uh, they gave what surprised me was they gave Duke and North Carolina a lot of love so I thought oh here comes Clemson and then they leave Clemson out which this just happens yeah. all the time with committees it, you you can never get a sense of where they're going um, my group my group was not they they really like Clemson over over Creighton um they like they, they like the two road wind high quality road winds they have and uh um, so that was that was probably the only difference really we we you know everybody had the top i mean the committee yeah. was unanimous on the top line the way it was and i'm just surprised they went with north carolina over and pushed marquette all the way down to seven i mean i guess it panned out right <laughs> a
0: couple yeah. hours later yeah.
2: but but I, I would, that was my biggest surprise. Um, wasn't really surprised. A little bit surprised by Alabama putting them up the top of three. That that was a little bit. Because if you look, all their computer numbers are off the charts. But if you look at their resume, really, they that looks very similar to Creighton's. Yeah. You know, they just have that one real high-quality win, and that's about it. But uh, no real surprises. Um, you know, the the thing I'm getting hammered on already is, you know, while I can't understand, you, you're not going to move Creighton up today. Wisconsin lost. I mean, it's first of all, it's
0: not a poll, okay? <laughs> Which, by the way, you have Creighton five.
2: Yeah, and by the, the top, the top five seed. Um, it was very close. Then, for whatever reason, last night, eleven forty-five, the new net got updated. Mm-hmm. So I looked, and it was even closer. But still, Wisconsin still has higher quality wins in Creighton and stronger. They have one of the best yeah. strength of schedules in the country. And the the third thing is, you know, one thing the committee looks at is how did you do against teams in the field? Well, right now, you know, you can't really count the bottom teams because maybe they're in, maybe they're out, so you can't, you know. But if you just look at the solid teams that are in the field, Wisconsin has beaten six, Creighton's beaten three.
0: That's a big difference. So what happens if Creighton wins tomorrow night? Oh, then, then. Then Forget
2: it, yeah. There's four discussions. Silly at that point. They're going to be... At the top of the four line, I would think, or near it. And then if they can somehow beat Marquette, now you're talking three, even two. They could zoom all the way up to wow. two. I mean, those those teams that th- those teams at three are not they all have warts too. Um so yeah, I could see them, I could see them really moving up. I don't think they can get all the way. They really have to make a run in the Big East tournament to get and and as we know, the committee really doesn't take tournaments yes. into
0: play. And by the way, you brought this up last week, which people have to kind of go back because um, some might think last year's Creighton team was better than this year's Creighton team. Some might. Uh, that Creighton team was a six seed, right? Which is still kind of wild. You know, well, six seed, last year. six seed because they went through that yeah. six game losing streak. Yeah,
2: that, that was that was the difference.
1: All right, so and it kind of played itself out yesterday with Ohio State pulling the upset. But where were you at on UConn? In Purdue, as far as oh. the reveal, and Purdue being the overall number one. Good question, one.
2: Purdue. Was, it wasn't even close. Purdue is Purdue has. Look, if you if you would just do eye test, you kind of mm-hmm. be number right. one easily. Right. All right. Yeah. Because Purdue seems to just be struggling in every game. You know, winning almost all of them, but uh, but metrics wise, there's a big gap. And even after yesterday or this weekend, I looked at it again, and it's very close. But I just can't get past Purdue's seven top 25 wins. You know, yeah. November counts just as much as February does. Mm-hmm. And you got you to hand it to Purdue. They, they went out and played everybody. Played a very tough schedule. And they still had seven uh, top 25 wins. And mm-hmm. they're all in the top Q, top 1Q uh, categories. So they're 7-0 on that. You never yeah. see... A team with an undefeated record with that many wins. So, I know people are quick. A lot of bracketers are quick to right away. Let's let's fix what they they revealed Saturday and do these results. History will tell you that you shouldn't do that. Like mm-hmm. they're looking at big picture here, and I understand it's one game, and I understand all that. Now, UConn wins Tuesday wins, beats Villanova next weekend, and, and you know, things go, now Now that changes their resume a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So now they may be having enough to pass
0: Purdue next week. Uh, Tim Kruger in studio here is His uh, bracket will be on stadium.com here uh, later this morning. Well, go we home. hope.
2: We hope. I forgot like it was a holiday today, so oh, I, hope, oh, I hope
0: everything oh. goes well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy who does my bracket changed
2: his job a little bit, so okay. I don't know oh, if he gets like, the swanky holidays well, off now.
0: Yeah, but, well, he should have, have more time to do it That's then. why we have you here. Yeah, we're yeah, going to go today. through uh, all 68 then for people that don't have computer access. Yes, Last four beautiful. In, first four out, second four <laughs> out. Uh, TK Brackett's on uh, Twitter. So tonight's a big game in college basketball. One seed Houston, and across the board you have Purdue, Arizona, Houston, and UConn. Iowa State is down in Texas. They are a three seed. If they win tonight, they're in the driver's seat to win the Big 12. A win tonight on the road for TJ does what to Iowa State? Does anybody
2: think Iowa State's going to win a big road game?
0: I don't know. This, they're built differently, man. I
2: don't know. I, I have zero. They're, they're making hay at home. I just Yeah, they don't. are
0: 15 know at Hilton, but Every, come on. Everybody yeah. in college basketball hey, seems to be doing that. Have you not that. been to Texas? There's some Hilton magic down there.
2: <laughs> yeah, the magic they got down there is a guy named Kelvin Sampson who will just grind you down. Yeah. And this is a perfect team for Houston to play. They love to play the same style as Iowa State. So they're the uh, I, yeah. I don't know. Um, boy, I don't know that they can get to a one. I just don't know. I mean, if Arizona keeps winning, there's just no. Mm-hmm. I I understand their resume will not look as good as Iowa State's from a one or from a high win perspective, but. Um, yeah, they they really have to go around. I just can't. The Big Twelve is so tough that I just don't see. You know, I I see a couple more losses for Iowa State somewhere along the way. That's that's the only thing. Arizona can put it on cruise control and you know hold that spot. I I 12. think. Uh, yeah, I just I don't I don't think Iowa State's
0: going to win. So your twos, now, enough they
2: something, Let's let's talk. But yeah,
0: your uh, twos are Tennessee, KU, Marquette, North Carolina. Threes are Baylor, Alabama, Duke, and Iowa State and is KU are they
1: uh, coming from behind and winning against Oklahoma's one thing but hey would they go on the road what they haven't won since January 16th or something like that on the road in conference play up until this last weekend. are they are they vulnerable are they are they going to be basically be floating two or three and i guess where's maybe where's their floor is it no no more than a 3
2: yeah i would i would think so okay yeah unless the threes went crazy, unless Baylor got really hot, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, Iowa States in there. So Alabama. Yeah. I, I don't see Duke. I, I I would never put Duke a three. I mean, I just, I just don't, I don't see that. (laughs) love, they don't Mm -hmm. have much in their resume. Um, You know, they just lost to Pittsburgh for crying out loud. You know, I mean, I, so yeah, they would never go lower than a three, but yeah, they're, they're right at that last two spot, but, the top three just never has enough to overtake them. Yeah, you know, mm. it's it's one of those deals. There's a little gap there. You know, just like there's a gap. There's UConn, Purdue. There's a little gap to Houston. Then there's a big gap to Arizona. But then there's a little gap between those next four.
0: So Nebraska is now inside of the top 50 in the net. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ohio State beats Purdue. They've got five games left. Uh, they are all considered bad losses if you look at the metrics. Right. You have them as a ten seed. You are one of the, the one of the rare bracketologists that I follow, Tim, that has kept Nebraska inside of the main tournament instead of having last four in, first four out. Walk us through the scenario this week with a trip to Indiana on Wednesday and then Minnesota at home on Sunday.
2: Well, I think I'll be at that Minnesota game, actually.
0: All right. Yeah. They're twenty-two. And, you like to gamble? They're twenty-two and three against the spread. The Gophers are, by the way. Yeah. They're. <laughs> Yeah, and they always have a terrible first half, and they yeah. come back and, hey. and yeah. turn it on. In the they
2: second did that half. against
1: Nebraska on yeah. the road.
2: Um, well, I keep Nebraska there because I was telling somebody yesterday. I get to my like like yesterday, I get to my last eight seed, and I go, "Wait, wait this is wrong. This team's a playing team." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh no, they're all playing teams from here on out." Like I'd have sixteen teams in my plan. Like, so it's just a matter of. Attrition that Nebraska stays at a ten, really. I mean, they don't do anything bad. Um, they yeah. they win the games they're supposed to for the most part. Um, they haven't had any really bad losses, so I, I you know uh, I think they, if they just keep, like I said last week, if they just keep doing what they're doing, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna stick around. They could move up to a nine, which is probably better. If they stay at a ten, frankly. You know, when you're looking yeah. ahead to the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, this is kind of a big week for them, though. You know, Indiana's not very good, but we've seen them beat some teams at home. Yeah. Um, uh, Minnesota's playing as well as they have all year. They're never going to have, you know, they have the worst non conference schedule in all of basketball. So they're not going to get in the NCAA tournament, but that's fine. Ben did it for a reason. I mean, he, yeah. he needed to get some wins. Um, but they're they're playing really well right now. I mean, that's that's it's a big game on. That's Sunday. gonna be a, that's gonna be a really competitive. That's gonna be kind of a must-watch game. That's gonna be a really good game.
1: Is and this is the thing that we've been trying to figure out if it comes down to Nebraska, you know, holding serve at home but still unable to find that that road victory. Obviously, there's going to be work to be done in in Minneapolis in the Big Ten tournament, but. Is there a scenario where, let's say, they win on Wednesday, they so they get that road victory? Does that, in your opinion, does that give them a little bit of a cushion that if they were to drop one at home, then all of a sudden, you know, at least getting that one road victory is kind of what's really missing right now on the resume that that could even provide just a cushion if they have a slip up before the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, you hit it right in
2: the head, Nick. That that's the that's the one deal mm-hmm. they, they, they've got to they've got to somehow
1: win on the road. I.
2: We didn't really, in the reveal, we really didn't have a chance to peek into the committee, you know, what they're doing with bad road teams. The closest we could come would be Iowa State, and it it appears to me they might have penalized them a spot or two, you know. Uh, But generally speaking, you've got to have some road wins. Fortunately for them, there's a couple other teams down in that muck that don't have any road wins either. And the other thing is, yeah, I think the committee would like to penalize them for not having road wins, but unless somebody down there, three or four teams make a big move, they're gonna it's going to be status quo. Mm-hmm. So, it, like again, if they just don't have any bad losses and ha- keep that resume clean, I think they're going to be just fine.
0: Hey, let's talk some lingo here. Uh, we always say on the bubble, it's a bad bubble, soft bubble, strong bubble.
2: Somebody today, I, I saw a tweet out called, oh, I think this is a really strong bubble. And I'm like,
0: I I think it's terrible.
2: I you know, I, I and I guess I'm more talking about the right side of the bubble is terrible. Mm-hmm. Like you and and then you looked at the first four out and you're like you got the Wake Forest team that just can never win on the road and get yeah. a big win. You got yeah, Utah who's sinking like, you know, the Titanic. You got Memphis who's awful. Who cool. you, you just it yeah. just I mean True there's there's night. who are you gonna and then you have the two the two Big East teams, Providence and Seton Hall, who I think are probably better than all those teams, they're probably better than teams that are in the field. They just can't get quite over the hump with their with their resume, and their metrics are not good. I mean, Seton Hall's in the 60s and everything. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, yeah, I I think it's really soft. I, I, there's just nobody there. I mean, Butler in most years would have been out of the field by now, but they're still in because. There's just yeah. nobody else to take their spot, basically. Uh, I moved Gonzaga in this week just because eventually wins are going to matter, and I don't see the committee ever leaving out a team that's like mm-hmm. 22 in the net. I just yeah. don't see that happening. Can you, let me mention one quick. I'm a conspiracy guy. I get it. Oh, boy. <laughs> They've never, Kobe, they've never, they've never told us like. exactly what's in the net. Oh. I swear to God, they've got a little dot. Di- like, a, let's just turn this dial for today, because <laughs> San Diego State beats New Mexico. Get yeah. good at good team, good win at home. Suddenly, they the day of the reveal, they skyrocket to 15, three spots. Oh, and I'm thinking, when I saw that, I go, they're in. Creighton dropped three spots. No other Big East team played on that Friday. Mm-hmm. You're like. What, what happened? What possibly happened to drop a team three spots? I mean, I can see somebody you played the first game in November lost, or but that shouldn't have that huge of an effect yeah. on the whole overall yeah. bracket. Maybe they're just that close in all the numbers. I don't know. But I just, and then yesterday's bracket or uh, net comes out, San Diego State drops those three spots right back down. Okay. All right. I'm I get, get Creighton run. They go up five spots beating Butler. I mean, come on. I yeah, just, they're, Creighton's 13. There's there. yeah, HH. I just uh, – yeah, the whole thing seems fishy to me. Yeah.
0: Well, we appreciate it. Uh, we're uh, four weeks away. We are. Nut-cutting time. Yes. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I don't think you could use that, but I <laughs> – so I'm just describing it. Well, because there's teams that are going to – I mean, there's some big games that are upcoming that are going oh, to – Oh, yeah, a that's,
2: that's why – People shouldn't get too excited yet. There's a lot that can change here. Um, you know, you look at the reveals. The other thing I would just say quickly on the reveal, like you look, they they pretty much went down the net there. Yeah, that net. Yeah. It seems every year it means a little more to the committees. So that number you have does kind of mean something, I think.
0: Hey, I like uh, the five that you have coming to uh, Omaha to, for us to possibly get Izzo and Calipari and Self and TJ. I mean, yeah, be, that's a big, little, that was a big thing for Iowa State moving up. Now yeah. is now they get to mm-hmm. pick where they're
2: going, and they can go to Omaha or not. They don't get a pick,
0: but you know, <laughs> yeah. This is uh, excuse. This is TJ. Uh, yeah, uh, we'd like to play. We'd in like Omaha. Omaha. It's close. I like that uh, Hilton Garden Inn across the street from the chat. <laughs> yeah, will that'll, uh, that'll be that place. Tickets will be tough to come by for that Omaha, yeah, between I, Kansas, I and o- Iowa State. I know. Hey, one one quick thing here. So people are. You had Nebraska coming to Omaha. Mm-hmm. What is the scenario that would have Nebraska staying close to home? They would.
2: It's better. Well, they'd have to get matched up. If they're a ten, they'd have to get matched up in the Kansas okay. pod. Mm-hmm. That's so. That's a twenty-five percent chance that that could happen. Um, if I think the ele- when they were in eleven, I think they had a better chance just because somebody on that 11th seed always had to get in Omaha. There was a close, yes. closeness for somebody, whether it was Marquette or uh, Wisconsin, uh, and now, now Iowa State has it. So they'd have to get matched up. You want to be matched up in the pod with Iowa State or Kansas. That's basically the only okay. way you're going to get to Omaha at this point. All right, Now
0: know? make you and the rest of your Creighton season ticket holders very happy. You make a lot of money. Yeah. I didn't Holy get to cow. It. You didn't buy tickets this year? No. Well they're unbelievably expensive, first of all. Secondly, I I was I'm gonna be gone anyway, so okay. why should I you know, why should I worry about having
2: to try and sell them to
0: someone? Well, have fun in Spokane or Brooklyn. <laughs> Whew, yeah, I know they're not the same by the way <laughs> I don't. I don't know which, I don't know from a travel perspective yeah. which is
1: worse right
0: <laughs> although uh, Spokane, how many times have you
1: been to Spokane though <laughs> I feel like Spokane I've never been, yeah. well I've driven
0: through Spokane many okay times, okay but you I airport it. it's beautiful
1: yeah driving okay. through Spokane is beautiful
0: that's
2: why here's the funny thing about Spokane you drive through you know you go across from Northern Idaho which is gorgeous you go Cor Lane it's beautiful you get into Spokane' it's beautiful you turn around because I've driven to Seattle mm-hmm. so you turn around you get about 30 miles south of Spokane. The most desolate piece of land for about 60 miles you will ever see anywhere in your life. It's amazing. You come out of that beauty, and there's not, you don't even see, there's tons of farmland, but yeah. you don't see a farmhouse, nothing. It's yes. like they just quit. Well, Sp- it's Sp- crazy.
0: Spokane to Pullman is very desolate there on the Palouse. Yes. There ain't nothing yes. there. ain't nothing. There there. Ain't nothing. Yep. All right, I appreciate it. We'll uh, hopefully uh, look forward to your uh, bracket later today on stadium.com. All right, thanks. That's uh, Tim Kruger, TK uh, Brackets. Uh, he's here every Monday leading up to the reveal, which is four weeks away on 1620 in the Zone. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me